Welcome to Many Talks Podcast, talking all business, entrepreneurship, property development, finance and investments. Reese Many here, host of Many Talks. We're live at Steel City Gym in Sheffield today. Um, I've got a fantastic guest. Now, for the listeners that have been listening, um, downloading and, and been listening and sending some questions in, I've always promised you some fantastic guests. Um, as you know, my company, Hunter Jones, we've proudly sponsored uh, Charlie Edwards Boxing. He is a world champion, WBC world champion. Um, I'm live with him right now in Steel City Gym in Sheffield. He's actually in camp defending his title on the 23rd of March. So it's fantastic and lovely of him to bring us down. Why in camp? Charlie, thanks for coming on and giving us the time today. First of all, I just want to say thank you for the continued support. You sponsored me before the, uh, the, I won the world title, and you've supported me before I won the world title, and now you've continued to, to support me. So yeah. I'm really grateful for that, and no I feel blessed to have you on on board. And yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, no, fa- fantastic. And obviously, just to let everyone know, we've signed a 12-month contract with you to continue to sponsor you. We look forward to growing with you and your brand. Um, so for the listeners, Charlie, I, I don't know where, where you've... I know that you've, your head's been obviously in the game and you're really focused, but what we want to talk about and what, what the podcast is really about is inspiring young entrepreneurs or professionals that are out there giving them some value Um, and what we talk about is really how young entrepreneurs started um, and what their vision was and how they got on track to get to where they are so I've interviewed a lot of CEOs from big companies Um, but what what I'm really intrigued to talk to yourself about you know is because I believe vision um, you know you need to visualize anything before you you come and all the conversations I've had with yourself you know you've always visualized being a world champion um, so could you just talk us through your journey, how you got into boxing, a little bit about before, you know, when you was younger at school, was you was you into sport then or how did it come about? Well, to start with, I used to play little league football okay. and this is at 11 <laughs> and um, when I was younger, I was more on the um, overweight side, I was chubbier, okay. I, I didn't like to take my top off and my dad, luckily enough, I had my dad behind me, he used to force me to take it off, yeah. I felt so uncomfortable and to, to start with, I only done it just to get fit yeah and then boxing you boxing, mean yeah. Yeah. yeah i went to just get just um just to get fit and to get me fit for sunday league football <laughs> the reality was when i started going i realized very quickly i had a great talent for it and i enjoyed it i loved it and um from the word go really six months in my, my first amateur coach from the roundshore boxing club called ted ball he um he always used to say to me about six months in one day, boy, you're going to be a world champion. Yeah. And being a naive, <laughs> young, young boy, I just believed him. I believed him, and and um, from then I just always all I wanted to do was box, box, box. I swear football, fell out of love with football, didn't yeah. care about it, and just wanted to box. And then, and then about ten months into my career, my dad said to me, he "Goes, listen, boy, you've got a talent. If if you want to do it and you want to do it properly, yeah." We'll take, we'll, we'll, I'll take it properly and, and I'll, I'll support you all, all along the way. And at the age of 11 going on 12, being so naive and that, I was just like, yeah, I want yeah. it, I want to do it, Dad. My dad used to race national hot rods for Great Britain, so he always knew what it was like to have to perform at yeah. the best. Okay. And my dad wasn't a very wealthy man, so he was racing against these rich guys. Mm. And But the only way he could get the better is doing every fine little little principle correct okay and he drove that into my boxing game um at the age of 14 
uh, I won the European schoolboy gold medal. Okay. So I got success very early from yeah. fr- from a young age. You got um, a flavour for it. Yeah, and, but, but my dad helped us. Well, help when I say us, me and my brother, but helped me develop the strategy and a hungerness and dedication that at, at 13 years of age, I was running at six o'clock in the morning, going to school all day. I wasn't the brightest at school, yep. but I had a real good talent for boxing, so I kind of steered away so much from the school. I'd go to school and end up falling asleep in classes yeah. to rest and then go to the gym at night. Because <laughs> you've already been training. Yeah, to, to so was you, you dedication is something that, De- dedica- key, that was, was a key fundamental for yourself? Dedication and belief. Yeah. Always believed. From a young age, I always believed I'd be a world champion. Yeah. I got told about it. And, well, well for, you, you, for you, mentioned, you mentioned just a minute ago your first trainer yeah. said to you that you was going to. So it's really important and something that, you know, when when bringing up kids, we're always told from our parents, no, don't do that, don't do this, because yeah. people are trying to protect you. They don't yeah. want bad for you. But to instill that belief, that's really what triggered you to get to where you was and you believed from a young age and you followed through with that belief. Yeah, 100%. I'm a massive believer now in the yeah. law of attraction. Okay. And I really believe, as you're growing up through your, through your younger years, what happens to you in, them, in your younger years, what people choose to program into you, Correct. you're a blank canvas when you're born. Yes. And, and what your parents install into you, it affects you later on down in life. Definitely. And I'm luckily enough that from a young age, my dad drilled into me, drive, determination, do things, do things properly. Yeah. And I've always been a big believer in that. And I've dedicated my whole life, my whole childhood, if you like, yeah. from the ages of 13 all the way to now, 25. I've missed out on all the years of going out with my mates, getting distracted, partying, partying <laughs> girls, that, girls doing this, doing stupidness. Obviously, I've had women along the yeah, way, yeah. but I haven't been the stupid one to be the Jack Russell on the doorstep yeah. and chase a woman. So I've always dedicated... Boxing to me has been my my woman, my wife, my yeah. everything. And so I've you've had de- to put everything I've, in. I've dedicated my whole teenage years, going out, partying, friendships, social life, all for this. And and now, yes, yeah, you can see that that is why you've I've done got it. to the top of my game. And it's not only the reason why I'm at the top; it's the reason why I'm going to stay there for a very long. Because very of your dedication. Time. Oh yeah, 100%. And, but that's instilled. And and what I like, and what I want to get out to people is that. You know, you can't just wake up one day and want to be a professional. No. Um, we was talking off camera earlier, and as you said, if you don't love what you're doing, if you ain't passionate about what you're doing, whether that be work, whether that be boxing, whether that be football, whatever it is, whatever income you, you yeah. work for, if you don't enjoy it, what's the point of doing it? This is what I say. I say, if you don't love the life you live, yeah. Then what is the point? You've got to change it, haven't if you? If you love the life you live, you ain't got to work a day in your life. That's you right. just do what you're passionate about. You drive yourself. It's a lifestyle. You wake up happy. Yeah. The happiness is key of life, fundamental of life. If if you're not happy, it can cause stress and, and, and disease on your body. Definitely. So why are you going to put yourself through an unhappy life? You've got to do what you enjoy, and when you do when you do what you enjoy, you're successful at it. Yeah. Because you're not working. That's right. You're just striving and driving to better yourself day Correct. in day out. So some fantastic points there. I mean, some some absolute bombs there. What what he's he's just been talking, um, exactly the same as what I believe and what I instill in in anybody that's close to me. But just just let's go back. Let's go back to your journey. So obviously, young age, you you've got belief. Um, you worked your way up. H- how was it? Tough. Oh, it was very tough. And there's been times. Don't get me wrong. Where I failed. Yeah. Failed miserably. And I've been. Did in, that teach you something? I, yeah, Fame? I've been in tears. Like, I, I've, I've been dropped down right at the bo- bottom of the pile. But yeah. 
because because I failed and because I never stopped believing, I had to learn these valuable lessons yeah. to get me to where I am today. I'm a big believer you've got to, you've got to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Not look for the final destination. Because if you're looking for the final destination, you're never going to be happy with what you're doing yeah. day by day. Obviously, you fail in life. It's yeah. how you come back from failure that actually well, the only people the that don't fail is people that don't do nothing. Yeah. You know, you've got to make mistakes and, and then things they're are the ones go sitting wrong. around miserable. Yeah. <laughs> not doing anything. Uh, and not getting successful in life. You have to fail to then succeed. Yeah. That is the way of the world. So when when was your first flavour for um, winning things? You know, when when did you actually start believing? Did you, was it what was the journey? Was it Europe? Was it um, English title? Then well, European title? How, how did it go for yourself? I won my fir- I won my first my first fight as a, as an amateur. Okay, and that that was when I call it the drug it took over <laughs> my life. The boxing drug took over, and yeah. the, the, the success that I got from that, and the feeling I got from that, just at that age. That, that first fight, that first win, it feels like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. Just like now, winning fights feels like that out-of-body experience still. And, and yet you get, that, you get them endorphins that kick around your body and it just feels unbelievable. But it was that. Then, then I went on and I um, actually lost my first year in the schoolboy championships. Okay. And I, w- I was distraught. It's when you're a schoolboy, you think that's your be all and end all yeah. and ne- nothing's ever going to come back from that. And then after that, second year, I won it. Um, then I went to the, the European the European schoolboys, won that, got gold. And this was as, as at, an amateur, yeah. Yeah, at 14 years of age. Yeah. Then then I, I I won the following championships, national championships. I went on to win GB titles. Then I got on the GB um, team at 15. I was the okay. youngest youngest kid to How ever. How did that feel? That getting a call up? For unbelievable. That. We went up for the assessments, and. Um, when we went up to the assessments, I was under pressure. I was the youngest there. Yeah. Youngest who had, at that age, and there was no one on the squad already at my age. So I just went up there, give it my all, and they just took a real liking to me. I'm lucky enough that my dad inbred in the hard work, the dedication, the right foods, the right way, everything into me. Yeah. That I was already a professional before I got on the GB. Then when you go on the GB as an amateur, they teach you all your diets, your lifestyle, yeah. this, that, and the other. But because I had it already drummed into me, it was second, nature. Easier, it was second yeah. nature to me. So I got on there. And then, to be fair, when I got on there, I started to struggle on there. Because mm. I was so young and all these older men. When old you say struggle, what was it that you struggled with? I struggled with, with, with the change. Like going from being with my dad all the time, having him basically install everything into me to then yeah. going away and then having new coaches, everything like that. And then so the change. I, the change. And then I was away from home a lot. I, yeah. was, I was so used to growing up with my dad so close to me in my, in my career. Yeah. Then it was like I was going away every other weekend. And then um, I was going to school and I didn't really like school. What I carried out is my boxing. And it was just the change of growing up, I suppose, yeah. that I struggled with. And then obviously lessons learned. I went away to tournaments because I was so young. I wasn't. I didn't have the belief. I didn't have my dad beside me, yeah. drumming my mental psyche in, and I started to lose a few fights on the w- internationally. But that okay. was because I was stepping up in class. Yeah. I was stepping up in weight, stepping up in age. Yeah. I was, uh, as you can tell, I'm 26. I look 16 still. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, I was always a late developer growing up. So I didn't get my strength. Uh, I still ain't probably got my man strength now. I'm 26. So. It's like I, w- I won't get in, I won't. I weren't as strong as the other other boys coming into teenagers. Okay. So I had. To, I, I lost a couple. I won a couple along the way, but I just kept believing, kept succeeding. Then, when I got to seventeen, I got brought onto the podium squad. So okay. it's the Olympic Olympic podium squad, 
and I was the youngest again yeah. to get on the podium squad. So at each stage, so even though you had a few failures, you always kept getting always that kept spike. Up. Always, you always kept, kept bouncing back. But it's because my dedication and 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 where I wanted to go, I've always believed I'll be a world champion. And if you I want something it, enough, if you want something so bad, you will you construct get your life to to get there. Even if you fail, you ha- you have to persevere. You have to think, why have I failed? Maybe I'm not in the right place where I need to be. I need to make a movement. I need to go and train with this person. Yeah. I, I need to, to to turn pro. I need yeah. to do something to, to make sure everything's right for me at yeah. the right time. And um, that's what I did all through. And then uh, when, when was it that you turned pro? What, what age was it that you turned pro? I, I turned professional at 21. Okay. I signed straight with Eddie because I... Okay. I had done, I had, I had learned and done all, I'd done, I learned that I, I'd done all my groundwork before I turned pro. So yeah. I was lucky. I was on the GB squad. I was flavor of the month. I won a European bronze medal at the age of 18 in an elite men's tournament. So I was already out there in the limelight. I went to the Commonwealth Games. And then Ed, as soon as I wanted to turn pro, Eddie Hearn took a liking to me. Yeah, straight wanted you away, straight away. Yeah. Straight away. How did that make you feel getting oh, a contract with him? Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. It, it felt, um, it was my dream to, to be one of the top promoters. And my first fight was on Sky Sports. Yeah, For fantastic. For a 21 year old, getting yeah. all this uh, publicity, <laughs> media. Uh, uh, does it take a lot to. What's the word I'm looking for? Like to, to take that in your stride? Because I suppose what a lot of people do is that could go to their head. They could get a contract, you know, go out, give it Charlie Big Potatoes or whatever yeah. the saying yeah. is and, you know, get a couple of, of fights and, they, and they're finished. You've heard that happen yeah, before, haven't you? 100%. I think the biggest problem with people in life now is people can be very egotistical and, yeah. not, and not be humbled. Well, to be fair, my dad always taught me how to keep my my feet firmly on the ground anything I did for my yeah. dad was never good enough anyway okay. even when I won one tournament or won this won that he, he wanted was, to push you more he wanted to alright you won but what could you have done to be better Yeah. and I've always had that mentality to get better every single day Yeah. and to be fair when I did turn pro and and I was getting loads of Sky Sports um, media attention I did get caught up in the hype a little bit. You're going to argue a little do. bit. You, you have to. You know, I mean, we're, we're human at the it's end of It's learning. It. I got yeah. caught up in it. I got a bit egotistical. Uh, I ended up. Uh, I ended up in my. I won the English in my fifth. In my fifth pro fight, and then after that, I ended up moving to Marbella for a year, okay. training out there. I got. I linked up with my management team. MTK Marbella who's a very good management team I linked up out there but then I, I decided to move out there and train out there yeah. with a different coach and when I was out there I think uh, it changed me a little bit because I was getting all this sky attention I was out in Marbella everyone <laughs> was loving me yeah. everyone thought oh Charlie yeah, this that yeah, yeah. I got very egotistical and that's when I called for a world title shot in only my ninth fight okay. called for it called for it and, it and an opportunity fell I took the world title shot believing that I could do it yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. I dared to be great. I thought, yeah, I'm gonna be. I, I was doing it to get for the wrong reasons. I was okay. doing it not for I'm ready, not for the sport, because you're not for to be a world champion. It was to be Mr. Big Bollocks, yeah. Mr. Flash. Oh, I'm gonna walk around my bed. Everyone's gonna know me. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, this, yeah, that, yeah. and the other. And really, when I look back, I'm glad I took the fight because I learned a hell of a lot. Yeah, I got, I, I got beat for it. And it made me really reassess myself. It okay. made me learn a lot about myself. I needed to wipe myself down, yeah. come back from Marbella, move back to, to England, and then, and then really reassess what it's going to take to become a world champion. Yeah. I jumped in the deep, the deep end. I didn't have to. I had the bottle too. I showed a lot in the fight. Yeah, a lot of courage. But 
really it made me know what I had to, to be do. to become a world champion yeah. and that was a pinnacle bit in my career and that helped you made me so realize. even though that and that, that's the thing people say failing failing's bad or not not getting what you want but it, it's helped you 100%. and would you say that that's what's now made you where you are today 100% if I did not take that fight if I I, I carried on fighting journeyman carried on fighting fights I was above yeah. Yeah. I would have got more and more egotistical yeah. and then had when I got the shot later on down the line I might not have been ready yeah. but I took it when I didn't have to I didn't have no expectations to win it and I got beat I learnt a hell of a lot and the reason I got beat is the pinnacle moment in my career which changed me yeah. which made me humble myself back down to ground one even winning that now I'm ready to be the world champion yeah. that, I, that I need to be I'm humble I'm just looking to better myself day in day out and, and build a legacy instead yeah. of being this egotistical dickhead yeah. that I would have been but you have to go through that right if I had won it all that time ago yeah, well, and done, you it's know. a blessing in disguise for me and it's, it's I believe everything happens for a reason and because of that it's made me the person I need to be now and now I can rule and be a world champion for a very long time yeah. and keep it and have a very successful career. So that moment at the time was very hard, yeah. but I learned a hell of a lot of lessons from it and it's made me the person I am now. So and I'm from, so grateful for that. From that fight there when, when you lost yeah. to actually winning, what was the time frame? Um, it was 2016 in September. Okay. My first, my first world title fight at the O2 Arena. Yeah. So going back there, couple two, of years, years, two years later, it took me to go away to Ukraine to spar, to spar all these world champions, yeah. to really gain my experience and put in the groundwork to get with a, the, the man, the coach Grant Smith at the Steel City, who I needed to be with, and um, it, brought, it brought me to this two years later. Yeah, and, fantastic. And by all means. I'm a world champion now, but I'm nowhere near the finished article. Yeah, I'm learning still every much day. more to come. Everything, learning everything. I'm only 26. Yeah, I've got another 10 years, and I want to be at the top of this game for 10 years. Yeah. and every day I've got to improve. And I don't even class myself as a world champion. <laughs> In my head, I'm still like harshing myself. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that wasn't good enough today. But that's what you need to be to be successful that's, that's and what stay you at the top pushing, of your game. Yeah. So, yeah. So when obviously you, you lost that fight, you stripped everything back. You went back to basics. You got the right management team. How important is it to have the right people around you? Because I suppose it's the same in business. You know, I, I always say, you, you, you see these entrepreneurs, myself, other entrepreneurs that I've interviewed. Now, if you haven't got a good team, you can't do everything yourself. You, you have to have good people around you. And that's the same in, in sport to be at the, the top of your game, right? 100%. All I have to do on a daily is walk in these gym and give 110%. Mm. Everything else is covered. My yeah. management covered my fights, my, my pay, my this and that, my, my coach, yeah. all my training regime, sparring partners, yeah. everything. It is so, I can't stress enough how important it is you to have the right team around yeah. you. It takes one rotten, one rotten apple to rot all yeah, the apples. To, yeah, to finish so, it. So, so if you have that one person who's rotten, they can destroy the team. Yeah. If you have everyone you trust and believe in, and to be fair, it's hard to, to have trust and believe in people. Of course it is. People, and to give that trust yeah, as but well. people, over time, develop it. Build it. And normally, you connect for a reason in life, yeah. I believe. You, like, yeah. likes attract likes. With the law of attraction, everyone comes in and everyone who's going to the top is all together and in this close, knit, tight circle. Yeah. But you need to keep your circle small. Yeah. And the people in that circle need to you need to trust and need to believe in. and know their roles and know, and know their what role. they're bringing yeah. to the table everyone has to have a specific role for a specific job yeah you can't be putting your nose in everyone else's pie 
You've Correct. got to, you're right. You focus on my finances. You focus on my my, my management. You focus on my my training. And and, and, that's, focus on and I focus on doing what I need to do, putting yeah. in the work, listening, and learning. And, yeah. And and that's that's the way it is. Yeah. You need every, you need all the right ingredients to make the perfect cake. I always say this. Yeah. And once you get all them ingredients, you make the sweetest cake. Yeah. And, you make, the, that, and it's the, the foundations, isn't it? You can have the ingredients, but if you don't put the ingredients in exactly. right, don't exactly. come out right. 100%. So it's making sure that all the blocks are in the right places. Is that been the same as running a business? 100%. If things ain't right, it won't work. Look, um, fantastic talking to you about your su- coming up to your success. Talk to me about what it actually felt like on that night, winning that belt, actually hearing your name come out, world champion, you've worked for them two years and put absolutely everything on the line. I know you'd done it previously, but you sort of washed yourself down, knew what you had yeah. to do. What, what did it feel like? It was a dream come true. Like, yeah, it was a dream imagine. come true. It was an out-of-body experience. Yeah, Everything aligned just right, and just yeah. the right time for me. And I mean, when we met before the fight, yeah. you said to me a couple of a yeah. couple of weeks before, you said the camp's gone well. I've trained well. Everything's right. Yeah. I just feel perfect. Yeah, and that's what it is. Everything flew in the ring. Yeah, and it couldn't have gone any better on the yeah. night from start to finish. Everything. It was like it's like a movie. Yeah, I watch it back and I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm like, that even happened. Yeah, and then it it's an out of body experience. It was, but like like you, you like you said just then the last two years this is what people don't understand that that fight wasn't from the last two years that fight was from 15 years yeah. of my life yeah all the sacrifices i had to take all through growing up yep. all the tough times i had to get over and overcome that's what led to that moment mm. and it just goes to show then 15 years of my life that i dedicate myself is all worth it. Yeah. I'm down in the history books now. Of course. But that's only the start. This is a new yeah. book I'm writing. Yeah. That's the start. And now it's time to go even further, win even more titles. My goal's always been to be a multi-weight world champion. Yeah. Not just a one world champion. Yeah. So now the hard work really starts. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's in the past now. And now it's about tackling each day as it comes, moving forward and bettering myself every single day. Mm. So what is next? Obviously, we've got the fight on the 23rd, yeah. defending the title after that. Obviously, you, you said about dominating. Um, that's that's what I agree with. You know, dominate your space, and that's what you're looking to do. So, how, how do you see it planning out? What's what's the ideal path for yourself? Well, the visions. Yeah, the I, vision. I visualize yeah, everything. Visualize to I'm get your path right. Yeah. With the law of attraction, I visualize everything. I write things down, write my goals down. In in my ideal mind, the way I see it going is I'm defending it in style on the 23rd at the yeah. box. Then in the summer. Maybe an American fight. Okay. Hopefully on the AJ card. Nice. Quick turnaround. Get through this fight unscathed. Yeah. Um, if not, another another fight in the summer. Maybe the rematch with Rosales. Okay. Then back end of the year, maybe a unification fight. Um, and then after that, next year, I've got high hopes that there's going to be a. A, a world uh, super series in the flyweight division, and then once I enter that with two belts, yeah, I want to undispute the division. All us w- world champions will go into an eight, eight man tournament, yeah, and the winner will come out with all the belts as undisputed champion, yeah, and that's what I want to do. That's what you're looking for, and then move up and do it all again. Do it all again, <laughs> that's what it's about. Well, look, um, we've got complete faith in you, and we're a proud sponsor of yourself. Thanks for coming on the podcast, it's been fantastic having you on. Um, we apologise for the bit of noise in the background, but we are live um, in the Steel City gym, which is an unbelievable experience. We've actually got two guys in the back um, sparring. 
and especially for um, Charlie and Grant to bring us in on camp uh, when they're in there, when they're training to to really fight on the 23rd. It's been an unbelievable experience for me personally, and a few of my team has come down here. We really appreciate it. Good luck on moving forward, and um, we we'll continue to support you. Thank you, and like I said again, I just can't stress and thank you enough because people like yourself, good people who support us fighters, makes our job a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. And I'm so grateful and blessed for everything you do for me. No problem. All I've got to do is turn up, like That's I it. said, train and give it my all, and the world's my oyster, yeah. so thank you. Lovely. We look forward to a long partnership with yourself. Thanks a lot. Nice. It's been a pleasure. So for now, what I want to do is thank you for listening, subscribe, leave a review. Look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast with some exciting guests coming our way.